was still gorgeous, which, of course, Tori had known. He'd been one of the top bareback riders in the country for years, and fans and sponsors alike swooned over that face, that body, and the way that he had of making every person feel like he'd been waiting all day just to smile at them alone. He wasn't smiling now. Tori led him through the open gym space, immediately adjacent to the waiting room, past patients sweating on stationary bikes, grunting painfully through sets on the weight equipment and stretches on the mat tables. She pointed Delon down the hall toward one of the four private treatment rooms. He walked with the distinctive, slightly duck-footed gait of a bareback rider who'd spent a lifetime turning his toes out to spur bucking horses. From behind, the view was spectacular, despite loose-fitting nylon warm-up pants and a plain navy blue t-shirt. His body was denser, the way men got as they matured. The changes only made him more attractive, more there. She'd never seen him in workout clothes. Hell, she'd barely seen him in clothes at all back in the day. Most of the time they'd spent together had involved the opposite of dressing for the occasion. She poked at the memory, the way her dentist poked her cheek to see if she was numb enough for him to start drilling. Can you feel that? No? Great. We can go ahead then. Ah, the blessed numbness. It had settled around her like thick cotton batting, layer after layer, down the long highway between here and the Wyoming border. By the time she'd crossed into the panhandle, she hadn't felt anything but the most basic biological urges. Eat, drink, pee. Sleep? Well, she was working on that one. Everything else was muted. Grief, guilt, the gossamer thread of anger that wound through it all. She was aware of their presence, but from a safe distance, an induced coma of the heart, so it could finally rest and heal. If anyone could penetrate her cocoon, it should have been Delon. But she had looked him straight in the eye, and there was not exactly nothing. But what she felt now was an echo from far in the murky past, which meant her concerns about whether she could effectively function as his therapist were ungrounded, at least from her perspective. From Delon's? Hard to tell, since he had yet to say a word. He hesitated at the treatment room door, as if unsure about being trapped in the confined space with her. Climb up on the table, she said. I want to take some measurements. He didn't budge. It's all in my chart. I reviewed Margot's notes, but I prefer to form my own opinions. When he still didn't move, she added, you won't be charged for the evaluation, since it's solely for my benefit. She held her breath as he stood for a few beats, possibly debating whether or not to turn around, stomp back to reception, and demand to be assigned a different therapist. Being fired by a star patient wasn't quite the impression she wanted to make on her first day. Damn Pepper for insisting she take over Delon's rehab when she transferred here but she'd rather hang herself with a cheap rope than explain to her mentor why she shouldn't take the case. Delon finally moved over to the table, but rather than sit on it, he braced his butt against the edge and faced her, arms and ankles crossed. 
The pose made all kinds of muscles jump up and beg for attention. A woman would have to be a whole lot more than numb not to notice. So, you're back from... Cheyenne, she said, filling in the blank. He blinked. Wyoming? Was there any other? Probably, but only one that mattered. Yes, I did my outpatient clinical rotation at Pepper's place, and he hired me when I graduated. Pepper Burke? Yes, surgeon to the stars of rodeo. Man who'd performed Delon's surgery, also in Cheyenne, where Tori had made damn sure their paths hadn't crossed. I've worked for him since I graduated. She watched the wheels turn behind Delon's dark eyes, connection snapping into place. Cowboys traveled from all over the United States and Canada to be treated by Pepper and his staff.